Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Uvita. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies. And it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Ayurveda is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are? So I welcome you to experience Uvita. You can even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uvita.com. And you make your first order, type in the word shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe. And you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a sixth-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And if anyone hasn't told you enough that they love you and that they see you and they appreciate you and that they honor you and that you've done nothing wrong and that everything has been necessary for you to become the lit leader that you are and what a powerful master that you are, well, let me be the first. I love you so much. I look you directly in your eyes and I want you to know how much I love you and how much you mean to me and so many others on this planet. 
that it just tears me up thinking about how wonderful you are and that you exist. And that if you're hearing this right now, you know that what I say, I say with conviction and truth. Because I know that you are someone divine and special. Because the source creator created you. And everything that is created is created with value, is created with reason, and is created for the sake of love. And I honor that in you, that you are made by love for the sake of love. So where are we right now in this beautiful experience of life? No matter what we may see or understand about life, even if we see tumultuous things or things that may seem that pain and suffering is the only answer on our planet and this is how we continue to call forth, it's through pain and suffering and war and desecration and dis-ease and disassociation and disillusionment. What we have to understand is that we are being delivered and we are discovering and we are understanding the deep, profound wisdoms through these experiences that we get to make a decision for our future that we don't want war on our planet anymore. And the greatest way for us to do so is to not be in conflict with that which is wanting to be in conflict because of its pain, that it's reaching out from its pain body and asking to share its story with us. It doesn't matter if it's a dark spirit that is communicating in your thoughts negative energies that you may think is you, but in truth, it's a spirit that has not been able to cross over to the light. That a lot of people would like to put costumes on and call them demons and so forth, which I give no power to. They are not demons. They are disembodied spirits that chose not to go to the light because they could not accept and love everything that they experience with their own power and energy. We can't keep going around classifying things with costumes and giving name to it. We should only give name to love, to creation, to source, to God. Give name to that which loves unconditionally. Give name to that which lifts and shifts you to higher levels of consciousness. Give name to that which brings you to a divine place of sustenance in your life, such as give name to prosperity and abundance that flows everlasting within your body and within your mind and your spirit. So that becomes the, the emulation of energy that is coming towards you from everything around you because life has always nothing but good to offer you. All the good of life is always being given to you so effortlessly and easily. And all it's asking you to do is be open to it. Be open to the good things in life, such as the sun or the wind or the, the kindness of a human being or the sacredness of a connection to your family or your friends. We must always take our mind and put our mind in a beautiful place, a place of generosity and kindness, a place of true understanding of what it means to be a human being who's operating in the field of love consciousness. As we begin to embark upon our life, we get to decide how do we want to live our life? 
Do we want to live our life with joy and happiness and freedom and elation and bliss and pleasure? Or do we want to live our life complaining and draining and creating all types of pollution with no solution? Do we want to continue living our life pointing out all the horrible things that we could find in the world and people? Or we want to live our lives pulling out all the beauty and all the joy and all the elation, all the light that we can find in this world? What do we want to polarize our energies into? Light and love, happiness and joy and freedom and elation and bliss, pleasure, ecstasy, kindness, generosity, healing. Oh, the healing that we have the ability to bring forth through our beings just by calling it into seeing. Calling it into seeing means that you call healing forth in everything. You look at a tree and call healing. The tree is going through healing, immediately healing energy is now being sent to the tree. You see a person, you say healing is going into them. Love is going into them. Joy is going into them. Transformation is going into them understanding deep wisdoms, understanding awakening is going into them. When we speak that which is upon that which is, we create a beautiful divine symphony. We create an alchemy that is so powerful, more powerful than any atomic energy that can ever exist because it makes the invisible become visible in the spirit world and into the physical matter. We speak healing into the trees and flowers. We speak healing into the waters. We speak healing into our friends who are going through difficulty. If our friends are having financial problems, we speak prosperity into them. We speak prosperity into you, brother. We speak prosperity into you, sister. That prosperity is now yours. It is inside of you, and I keep putting it inside of you. And you can't take it out of you because the power of my words and the power of my conviction and the power of my will is so strong that there is no dark energy or force or any kind of spirit that is not operating in the light can have effect upon my power of words that I speak into you. I speak into that tree or that flower or that animal or that cat or dog or horse or that rabbit or that hamster or that bird that just flew by. I speak into you healing. I speak into you deliverance. I speak into you transformation. When we speak into something, by saying, I speak into you, or I see into you, we are literally changing frequency codes to hold the highest peer frequency of love. Frequency tones are so important when it comes to being a being of light, a healer, a teacher, a mystic, a shaman, anyone who is operating in the field of consciousness, a witch, which is a woman who's empowered with her power and her sense and her understanding, her intuition and her ability to work with herbs and nature to create healing and transformation for those who, who seek it. Or perhaps you choose to be a sage, one who keeper of wise words. Perhaps you used to be you you choose to be someone who who operates in the field of 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 taking care of nurturing the earth and, and animals and you are a shepherd of spirit. However, you choose to operate your field of consciousness and through what in archetype and embodiment you choose to operate it from. It does not matter. As long as you are speaking into things, seeing into things, you can see into things for people too. 
You can see a tree healed. You can see the water healed. You can see the person's life changing. You can see them finding love. You don't have to say anything to them. You don't have to say, I want you to change your life. You don't have to go into that dialect with them. You don't have to go into that occurrence of conversation with them. No. Mm -mm. Isn't that wonderful? Just take the easy, simple path of spirit hacking them with a simple word such as, I see change in you. I see love coming in your life. Love is here right now in your life. And I see you seeing it, understanding it, and calling it forth. I see you making changes, big changes that bring prosperity in your life in such wonderful ways. I see you softening inside and becoming more loving and generous and kind in the nature of your being. I see you. I see you. I see into you. I see amazing dreams being fulfilled inside of you and in your life. You see, there's this interesting, this I this interesting thing that I learned from my from my family. A really beautiful and wonderful thing from both my grandmother and my mother and my aunts and just our ancestry in general. You see, in African culture. When there was someone who was weak in the tribe, weak in their own sense of weak, not weak because the tribe thought they were weak, but weak because they felt weak inside. Their spirit was withered and weared down by all of the things that they were thinking and feeling about themselves, things that they felt that they were not achieving within themselves. An elder would see them and say, I see strength in you. I see power in you. I see all of your being being fortified with strength and vigorance and courage. I see you overcoming these feelings and I see you rising out of this in power and strength of the ancestors and the fire that burns that we dance in ceremony around. I see you in that fire and Yoruban culture and and many of the cultures of my family's history in shamanism, we take time to sit around with each other and we give acknowledgement to all the divine beings and orishas and so forth. And then we actually see into each other. I see divine path in you. I see you walking a divine path, a path of joy and happiness from this day forth. I see great doors opening for you where flow of money and abundance is coming. I see you healing these wounds and in easy and effortless ways as if you woke up and they're gone and no longer with you. Mm -hmm. I speak into you pleasure and passion and, and joy and elation. I speak into you the, the, the power and energy of the universe is always flowing through you. And I see how easy it is for you to orchestrate through that energy and bring beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things into your life. Yes. You see, when we are able to see the vision as God sees it for us, our source sees it for us, our creation sees it for us, or Allah sees it for us, or Jesus sees it for us, or Brahma sees it for us, <laughs> the Gautama Buddha sees it for us and has seen it for us, right? Our Lord Zadartha would have never became the Gautama Buddha, right? When, when, we, um, when someone is saying to us something of the nature where they're saying, you know, I feel like you're a bad person. 
or I feel that you're selfish, or that I feel that you're not a good person, I feel that you're a liar, or that you are this, or you are that. They don't understand what they are doing. Forgive them. Oh, forgive them. And when I say forgive them, accept that this is where they're at in their understanding of lit consciousness. They're not riding the lit train yet. They're not with the litty committee yet. They're not in the tribe yet. Perhaps you haven't invited them in by sharing with them the tribe and our teachings. Perhaps you have not invited them to learn shamanic ways through ancient wisdom, through this sharing that we, we come together to, to come into this beautiful moment of what I call true church. Right? What is true church? True church means the words that are spoken in the light of truth. Hmm. Sometimes I had a difficulty with church when I was growing up, observing it and being a part of it, because there were so many beautiful things that would be said, such wondrous things that would be said. And I would say, oh, what a beautiful part of the scripture. I would go study Hinduism. Oh, what a beautiful thing. Oh, what a beautiful thing. And then they would bring these other things in without question or rhyme or reason, without discernment or understanding the, what they're actually saying in their own words when someone says, you're going to hell. How will you proclaim such a thing over the child of the divine? How could you sentence your brother and sister to hell? Even if you believe it or not, why would you use such words to describe the nature where you want them to be? You want your brother and sister in hell so you would speak it upon them? You're a sinner. You would speak sin into their being? You would call forth sin into the nature of their being? Why? Why would someone say that? Why would someone use fear and insult and injury to think that they can create transformation and change and devotion and divinity? How do you think you can make a child greater by pointing out all of the things inside of them that are dark, that have not yet been transformed or distorted behaviors because they have not been transformed by the light and you're just going to expand it? Huh? You're going to illuminate it? You're going to shine the light on it for the purpose of its growth? And that's exactly what darkness wants you to do. That's why I give no name to darkness. Not going to call it a demon a monster. I proclaim not. I will not speaketh upon thy words without grace and love and beauty being the signatures of my tone, of my words to thee. For to speaketh in other tone is to call forth the very presence of that which you should not call. That's why I love that part in Harry Potter where they say, the one we shall not name. Because when you give name to something, you give it power. Because you are a living embodiment of creation. You are a quantum creator. So why would you give power to something? Why would you give it essence and build its strength upon the darkness instead of the light? If a child is, is misbehaving and acting up, if the child is lying to you or a friend is lying to you or a friend is being selfish, I see in you a generous heart, a kind soul, a soul that wants to feel the good in all people. I see in you and you keep seeing it into them until they, your vision in them becomes their reality.
Do you understand what I mean when I say that? That you see it in them until your vision as the creator is seeded into them and it takes growth. It means it is rooted. It takes reality. Hmm? Take a breath. And exhale. Because that is what you should feel in today's share is a breath of fresh air, a release, an understanding of divine knowing. So much with the affirmations. I am this and I am that. And oh, la, 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 la. I understand at that time during evolutions and books that Louise Hayes and different people have written from spirit that the idea of affirmations was necessary at that time and repetitive affirmations, which only means that you are repeating something because you don't believe it. Your word stands alone in grace and power, not through repetition. Remember that. Whenever I want to cast an energy spell to support something on the planet, perhaps there's been a shooting or war or whatever, I will cast a spell to awaken the minds and consciousness of people that we find peace and harmony through all of our discord that we that have been created or that we are creating on some level that has not yet been brought through the lens of love Hmm. (laughs) the lens of love it's something that everything should be brought through don't you think and so if we understand that we have the power to bring life to things just with our ability to see or to speak into, we then begin to create a beautiful wellspring of light from our being, don't we? We begin to really walk as lit leaders and really be ambassadors of light and unconditional love when we say love and light, brother and sister. We are bringing that love and light like you have no idea. Okay, we are lit rocking that love and light all over the planet in the way that is bringing light to everything because we're speaking into it and seeing into it with vision. And you see, when people are operating out of the context of truth, when they're operating out of context of truth, and let me tell you what truth means. And that's why I said when we go to truth church, right, is context of truth means everything held in the field of love, right? So whenever you want to like decide if something is operating in truthful place, does it feel loving? Does it make you feel love if you go towards it? Um, Is it a loving energy? That is the context of truth. So when we get into the context of truth, we realize that all truths are held in the field of love. All untruths are held outside of the field of love. And it's easy to disseminate or dismiss or to completely reject or rebuke because it does not have love signature. And if it doesn't have love signature, it doesn't have God signature, it doesn't have creation source signature, it doesn't matter how you choose to interpret creation, it doesn't have the signature of God. upon it so why speak it why act to it why go to it why feel it why get involved in it if it doesn't have god's signature what are you doing these are the things we must understand and we must place into a higher perspective we must understand the definition of that signature is the definition of eternal life and the definition of true transformation it's the definition of true transmutation and the definition of divinity When God's signature is on it, that means it's held in truth. That means it's in the process, in it is in the process or in the energy or in that space of unconditional love. 
never forget that. So when someone is coming towards you and says something to you that is mean or hurtful or not nice, that's because they're not speaking the truth. So don't listen. It's nonsense. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, bye. Uh-huh. Because why? Because it's not supporting any aspect of creation. It does not have God's signature. It doesn't have creation signature. It doesn't have the source's signature. Look for the signature. If it doesn't have that signature in the book, don't read it. Take only that which has the signature of God and creation and source in it, which is unconditional love. Everything else, put it aside and just wash it off. Someone says, you're not a good person, has not held in truth, wash it off. Someone says, you're selfish, you're mean, and wash it off. Someone calls you a derogatory statement, wash it off. It's not held in truth. It doesn't have the signature. Someone speaks to a child and tells that child, you're bad, go to your room, wash it off. You speak life into that child. You do not have the right to desecrate that child because you yourself don't know the words of truth. You tell someone they're going to hell, you have no right. You have no right. And when you die, you will be shown that you had no right. Not from an angry place that the sources or the spirits are going to show you and the angels are going to show you. They're going to show it to you in a loving way, but they're going to show it to you from a truthful way. That you chose to use your life force energy to bring more darkness on the planet because you could not help yourself but looking for only the bad in life and people and telling them they're going to go to hell. You were willing to cast your brother and sister in hell and see yourself righteous. You're willing to tell someone that they're going to go to hell and proclaim yourself righteous in the eyes of God. You have you completely have degraded the signature of God and then claim yourself to be holy? <laughs> that is not holy at all, in fact. That is a servant of the darkness. A servant of the darkness is anyone who does not place the signature of God or source or creation onto their words, into their visions, into their actions. If you are not acting from the place of unconditional love and you are not speaking into unconditional love and you are not seeing with unconditional love, then you are a servant of the darkness. And you have the light in you that is so powerful and so divine that you don't have to be a servant of the darkness. You just need more brothers and sisters speaking into your light source, such as that you are a powerful, beautiful being. And I see in you, you turning away from the darkness and accepting the light of your glory and the prosperity of your being, the joy of your spirit. I see you overcoming the darkness. I see you rising out of the darkness. I see you transforming your words and your vision to align with the signature of the divine. <laughs> now there's something to be dancing about. That's where you shake your body up and dance and scream, Hallelujah. Because that is when you see true proclamation of light on planet Earth. That's love and light right there, okay? That's a true lit rocker right there. No matter where you go in the world, no matter what you see, you choose only to speak love and only to see love and light consciousness in everything you are a part of, no matter how disgusting or how vile it may look. You have an issue with people eating meat, you speak into them and see a better dream for them. 
I see into you amazing possibilities that you are making and shifting and being aware of the foods that you eat and digest into your body. I see you bringing light in your food. I see you eating only food that is living life force food. I see you opening yourself up to loving animals with a deeper soul connection and realizing that they are sentient beings. I see your body and your mind finding ways to get the food sources that you need without taking a life of a living sentient being. There's all kinds of ways you could go about it, but to get mad at someone, to tell them they're bad for eating meat, they're bad for being this person, they're bad because they don't do yoga, they're bad because of this, they're bad, 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 okay? Then you are basically not supporting life and everything that you stand for. You are, in fact, an imposter of the light posing as a holy spiritual being while using your powers to desecrate, destroy, and deny. Any human being that denies life, denies God, denies creation. You deny someone because of their choice of sexuality or their choice of what makes them happy. You could may not have an understanding of something, but then you get educated. There are things that I don't understand. Right? But I go get educated. I get educated and I educate myself without without closing myself off. But to deny someone because you choose to proclaim darkness into them, then you are operating out of the field of consciousness. When you see a child, a teenager, who is operating outside of the context of love, and you tell that teenager they're bad, or they're no good, or they're not a good person. You don't tell children that. You don't tell children they're bad. You don't tell children that they're not good. You tell them how powerful they are. I see power in you. I see joy in you. I see that you're always in an alignment with yourself, doing these beautiful things that make you happy, bringing beautiful things into your life that inspire you. We must lift our children. We must lift our children. We must lift people around us. We must honor them with all the graces of love that is available to us on this planet. All the joys and all the experiences and all the ways that we can bring about the reality of joy and love at the highest level. We are not just human beings having an earthly experience, tribe. We get to live in generosity and kindness to people everywhere we go. We get to be people who really care about life and the world for change, for good. We get to be people who could choose to be angry and say things that are very mean and spiteful, or we could choose to use the graces that we've been given. You see, someone may think that they're going to go to heaven because they followed the Bible or the Quran or they, you know, went to church every Sunday and read from scripture. But I assure you, as true as my name is, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven unless you come as a child of love. Even Jesus said this. Even Jesus proclaimed that you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you come as a child and be as a child. This is not something you should just wash over if you're a religious person. 
and go for everything else that brings a hell and damnation to, to the degree of thought and mind. You have to really understand that if you really want to be in a space of love, if you want to be in the space of the kingdom of light, then you need to be of the light. If not, when you leave this earth, you will have to confront the angels with their love that they have for you as they show you every place in your life where you brought darkness and pain and suffering into the lives of people through your words, through your actions, and through your vision. Because remember, vision is power. To see something in someone means that you choose to see only that which you bring into them. You know, there is a scripture that I love so much. It's Matthews 18.3 in the Bible. And it says, Jesus said unto the people, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, it doesn't matter if you believe in Jesus or not, but Jesus had a lot of beautiful words of love to share with people because Jesus was the embodiment of unconditional love. And what Jesus stood for was not about these belief systems about going to heaven or going to hell. What Jesus was sharing was love and truth. And remember what I said truth is. Truth means illuminated by God's signature, meaning that which is held in love. When Jesus spoke of these things, Jesus spoke of ways for us to grow as human beings, not because we're bad or sinful or disgusting, but Jesus spoke as a true shaman. A true shaman speaks from the place of love. A true shaman speaks and supports the earth. Jesus spent time with the earth. Jesus didn't speak in churches. He only spoke in buildings when he had to speak to the people of wealth and power. And even then, he wished to speak in places of grass and trees and near oceans and streams and waters and lakes and rivers and fields of, of grass. He would speak about nature to the people because most people at that time were farmers. But what he spoke was most important. He spoke of the kingdom of love. He spoke of the kingdom, a place of love and peace that is so much more glorious than that which we've created here on earth because of our choice of words and our actions towards one another. I'm not saying that you have to believe in Jesus, but I would take from every leader, be it Jesus or Martin Luther King or Milo Angelo or Helen Keller or anyone who has spoken the signature of the divine in their words and their actions towards the people, is that we must be forthright in the nature of spirit from the understanding and conditioning of love and nothing else. That is the only place which we must act from, stand from, and lead from. If we lead people through fear, then fear begets fear and darkness begets darkness. But if we lead from love, generosity and kindness and calling forth the light and seeing the vision of truth within every human being that we meet, no matter what the circumstance or how much out of character they are acting, we are truly servants of the light. And it's a beautiful thing. So when we understand that when people are saying things to us and putting us down or calling us names, that is because they do not understand the signature of the divine. They do not understand the signature of the divine held within their words and their visions and their actions. And don't, don't be upset by them because you shouldn't. You should never be upset by someone who puts you down or calls you names. And I'll tell you why. 
Because when you are upset by someone who puts you down and calls you names, that means you do not know the truth. The truth that you are beautiful, powerful, intellectual, genius, that you are a child of the divine. You are a child of God, child of source, child of creation that is loved unconditionally, created by love for the sake of love. If you actually take insult to injury, which means that you take the insult and then you turn it into injury by believing in it, reacting to it, or giving it presence or value in your life, then you don't understand the signature. You don't understand the truth of who you really are. And I encourage you to take the steps necessary because I see that you can take those steps. <laughs> Just like I saw change in my father. Despite how, how much businessman he was and his wealth and his power and, you know, and his, his need to have houses and cars and airplanes and all kinds of things that made him feel himself up. I saw possibility in my father to turn away and return to his shamanic roots that he was trained in when he was apprenticing with my grandmother, when he was a child, to becoming the shaman. I saw precedence in my father of his ability to be generous and kind and loving and nurturing and able to give a hug to a man without the idea of proclaiming his sexuality in some other way than which he chose to see. I saw vision in my father to change. And therefore, I held that seed inside of him. And by holding that seed into my father, my father did change. He changed because I held the seed of truth in him, despite what he was acting or saying and proclaiming from his being. And by me holding that seed of truth of love in my father, it gave him the ability to recognize the truth that I held inside of him was the truth in the signature of the divine. My father even said before he died on his deathbed, he said to me, I was wrong, son. I was wrong ever to think that God would ever send any of his children to hell. I was wrong to even believe that a God would exist and give it power. I was wrong to push away my, my abilities and my powers in the ways that you have embraced in our family heritage. And I want no part of that God that would punish and damn and condemn its children to a fiery pit of hell that is being proclaimed in religion. I only believe in the God of love. I only believe that God is love. And love is the most important power on our planet that has only the truth held within it. That was his last words to me. I returned to Istanbul, Turkey and was at a friend's house, got a phone call from my sister and my father had passed. That was the last thing he said to me. And he had tears in his eyes when he said it. And he said, I was so wrong. I was so wrong. But you held strong, son. You held strong and you hold strong for the people who still don't understand. And I know that he saw me fully in that moment. And that it may take him all his life to see, all the way up to the point of him leaving this planet and journeying home to heaven, to the place of light and joy and playfulness. I knew that he was in peace the moment those words came out of his mouth. And I knew it was okay for me to go back to Turkey and leave California and know that I would never see my father in the flesh again. And when he did die, 
my sister, of course, she cried and cried and a lot of the family cried and I cried one day. But I didn't cry because I felt sad that my father had left. I cried for the happiness of his continuation onward, his journey. His journey home. I cried because he was in peace. Not just peace of mind, but the most important peace that we could ever proclaim into our lives. Peace of spirit. Peace in our spirit. I knew in that moment that whatever and wherever he was, he was happy because he saw the truth and he saw the signature of God. And oh, how mighty is that signature? <laughs> oh, what a joyous day is that signature to see it and to know it and to hear it when people speak to you. So yes, there are people who will speak and people who will say mean things. It could be your own family members. Your own parents could say mean things to you. Your own spouse, your own boyfriend or girlfriend, your own lover, your own children. I mean, it could be your own next door neighbor or the postman or the person who's driving next to you in the car, flipping you off. And you know what? You could speak into them even if they can't hear you, their spirit hears you. The energy goes into them immediately. You say, I speak joy into you. I speak life into you. I see that which you have done. And I see that you have changed and you are moving away from these behaviors. I see you seeing it and understanding it and making transformation inside of yourself. You speak life into it. And when you speak life into it, all things become clear. Even if the person next to you is driving and flips you off, you can say, I see you turning away from your reactions and aggressions and turning towards love and understanding that everyone has a place to go to. And some people do make mistakes on the freeway. And that's okay. At least everyone is getting where they need to go. And, and I see you being able to understand that all of us are being driven by time that was created by system. But truth, if we just rest into every moment, we can live that moment with joy and happiness instead of frustration and agitation. I see you in traffic, taking the time where your car is stopping and saying beautiful words to yourself and thinking beautiful thoughts and pondering and thinking about all the beautiful things that your life represents and the people around you, how they're being blessed every day. There is a, a divine principle which is held in the highest of highest, and it is known as the proclamation of truth. Shamanism, we have one proclamation of truth and tribal culture, and that is to see the best in everyone, no matter what. This is what the shaman tells the chief to tell the tribe, to see the best in everyone, no matter what. Because when you do that, no matter what's happening and no matter what is being seen, you see the best in everyone. Even the way we handle our judicial system, it's so void of God's signature. Sure, we can put people and lock them away for the purpose of helping them to look at the errors of their ways and be able to change and shift into someone that is greater and better. But is it a punishment, truly, to punish someone by making them feel more horrible about themselves when in fact it doesn't do that at all, does it? 
No. If you tell a rapist he's a rapist and that he's a horrible person, he's already proclaimed himself to be a horrible person or he would have never committed the rape. Hello? But what greater suffering can you cause by proclaiming him into understanding himself and understanding what caused him to be a rapist? And by proclaiming him into love and to joy and to healing so that he can see the part of him that he can't accept in love and healing. And that's where the pain of transformation comes in. If you choose to bring some form of punishment, if that is your, your role, true punishment is in transformation from that which was to that which is. But it's not punishment like human beings think punishment is. It's not meant to make you punished, to make you feel pain because it's meant to make you suffer. It's meant to make your ego that has been controlling your narrative break down enough for you to allow the light in of course they're suffering when they realize the truth of what they've done how they've hurt themselves have you ever spoken to a person who was once an alcoholic or a drug addict or someone who had some type of abusive ways towards people and then they change from these ways they keep saying, I'm so sorry for what I did to you. I'm so sorry for what I did to you. That in itself, if you want to punish someone or you want them to learn, as we do with the judicial system when we put people away in prison, that is the greatest punishment, is to get them to transfer themselves. The pain and transformation from coming from the darkness to the light is like a mother giving birth to a child with, with contractions that are... 20,000 more worse than when a mother feels in giving birth to a child. The contractions of yourself away from that which you've held so strong onto is enough suffering and punishment for any human being to go through, trust me. But we don't do that, do we? No, we just throw them in prison and call them bad, which they already believe anyway, and then just take away their time, which they really could care less about. And sometimes we even just kill them. But we don't have redemption. But true redemption is the ability to get a being who is operating in outside of the field of love to come back into the field of love for namesake. And through that process, trust me, they will go through pain because the pain body will have to be resurrected over and over again until it is completely brought into love. And that in itself is painful but painful in a way that brings transformation, not painful in a way to make you suffer for the sake of suffering, but suffer for the sake of grace, suffer for the sake of redemption, suffer for the sake of true transformation. We could actually put people in prison and spend that time in prison when we're paying taxpayers' money to pay for them to eat and survive while they're just hanging out in the courtyard playing basketball. Forget the basketball. Forget all of those things. Yeah, we can give them some activities, but imagine if there are rooms inside the prison and each room is about breaking them down to recognizing love and transformation and generosity to make the light so strong in them that it looks at the darkness and that's the pain that they get to go through through their transformational process they'll cry they'll scream they'll beg for mercy for forgiveness that is the energy for them to be able to move through to become redeemed it's like a death ceremony and they would be living that true death every day in prison 
me going into rooms with me and other healers that would be constantly drawing up the light in them over the darkness that they have become. That is true death. That is true death. And that's how you create and resurrect a human being into becoming a person who becomes the strongest leader of the light. People always say to me, how is it that you are so strong, Shaman Durek? I have gone through many tribulations of darkness within myself. I have gone through the depths of darkness in myself through drugs and alcohol and all kinds of things. But through the raising of those things and the suffering that I went through to change as a, as a caterpillar suffers in its crystallic state to become a butterfly, the pain of joy, the pain of happiness, to pull away from that which was sadness and to be able to see what true repentance is in seeing the signature of God shown to you and being able to understand the depths and clarities that come to you from the epiphanies that you will receive and the aha moments that you will gain by recognizing the power of light and consciousness that you can be is all the suffering that you need to go through for true transformation. Life is suffering. I'm not going to lie and say it isn't. Life is suffering, but life is only suffering because you are holding on to false beliefs and behaviors that are not conditioned to you through birth, meaning not birth in your physical form from your mother's womb, but birth into creation. When you were first created out of love for the sake of love, and you turned away from that love because of things that you were told or things that happened in your childhood, coming into a physical embodiment, Believing what you see in the news and people telling you things and your authority figures and school teachers and everyone, your religious groups and organizations, all proclaiming you into darkness because they themselves forgot to understand the signature of creation held in the understanding of life, which is the code of life, which is the understanding of the proclamation of light consciousness, living truly lit, right? Being an ambassador of litness means speaking light, speaking and seeing light in others, seeing joy in others, seeing prosperity coming into their lives. When someone calls me and says, you know, I have money problems and so forth and I seem to never get ahead. I said, I see money coming into your life easily. I see you clearing all these energies out of your life that have been causing you difficulty easily and effortlessly. And I see it happening in a very short amount of time. In that moment, I am known as the great diviner. I am known as the divine diviner. That means that I don't need to read a tarot card to understand or to throw stones down to understand your path or any of these things. All I have to do is write it as the same thing that the fates do is write your destiny. I can write destiny. It's a wonderful gift that the shamans have to write destiny, but you don't have to be a shaman to do it. Anyone can do it. Everyone has the ability to write destiny. And you do that by seeing and speaking that into life, that which you see. Not looking for behaviors and seeing only that which you see. But if someone is lying to me and being a liar in life, I say, I love Darling, I see the truth in you and I see that you speak the truth and I see that you're in integrity and I see that you're a person who loves to speak the truth and bring the highest level of truth into the life of people and into yourself. 
I see that in you and I see you taking those actions and speaking the truth. And I see you turning away from every part of your being that felt that it needed to lie. And I see you speaking the truth with joy and harmony. And all of a sudden that person starts speaking the truth because you have now given them the seed of light that was so missing in their being that they did not know or see in themselves. One vision begets another person's vision. How do you think communities are built? How do you think revolutions are created? Someone sees something and speaks so eloquently truthful into it and gets other people to see it. And when they see it, they join with it. And therefore, it becomes a revolution, a true transformation, a true understanding of what it means to shift and lift consciousness on the planet. If you go around looking for everything that is not with the signature of the divine, then you are literally, literally not calling forth your highest level of being an ambassador of litness. Be an ambassador of all things lit. All things lit. Be an ambassador of all things lit. Everything that I share with you in this tribe, everything that I share with you, is about being an ambassador of all things lit. It is the ability to move into that space of power and beauty and grace in all of your being. You have everything it takes and more. That's why there are no excuses. There really are no excuses. There are no excuses for your having lack or bad behavior or you saying mean things to someone in your relationship why are you telling the person you're in love with that what you see in them that's beautiful why aren't you telling them that why are you only reacting off of things and bad things that get under your skin and keep getting under your skin because you have not proclaimed the truth into them why do you think your kid is continuing getting bad grades or acting out or having rambunctious energy? Why don't you see something in them different so that they can see it too? Why don't you speak into them words that inspire and delight both in spirit, mind, body, and emotions? Why aren't you doing that? You have the ability you don't have to go to a college or have a certain amount of money in the bank to be a person, to be an ambassador of litness, to be a leader of legacy, to be a part of the Lady Committee, to use your social media to draw people into our tribe, to get fed, to get nourished, to get healed, to get transformed. Why aren't you sending it out to every single person you know? Every single person you know, why aren't you sharing with them ancient wisdom today so that they can come a part of the tribe and get lit? Do you not think that they, even if you think they will refuse it and reject it, I have a woman who shared it with her mom and her mom kept saying, no, 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 no. And she wouldn't stop sharing it. She made it like a broken record. Mom, I, you need to listen to ancient wisdom. Mom, you need to listen to ancient, you need to join the tribe, mom. Join the tribe, mom. Every time, hi, mom, I love you. Join the tribe. Get on ancient wisdom. Join the tribe. After a while, they're going to join the tribe. They might just join the tribe just to see what you're so what you're so going on about. You seem so passionate about this. Okay, let me take a look and see what this is. Every time a friend complains to you, join the tribe. Every time a friend says something to you, I'm having money problems, join the tribe. Because what's the point of wasting your words and energy and wanting to help someone 
when they can help themselves and become empowered, just join the tribe and sit and listen to the teachers that come into the circle to share. Do the meditation Wednesdays. Come to the solos, which, which Shaman Durek shared to the tribe on Mondays. Thursdays, listen to the lit leaders that are coming in to share with us things about health and wellness and transformation and relationships and quantum physics and understanding science and understanding developments and all of these these different areas and how to be a, a person who is aware of what's happening on the planet how can we make change in nature how do we understand trees all of these different things being a womb care men's health women's health all of these things that are going on in the tribe just come just listen. Listen to one, two, or three. Don't just go at one. Listen to three. Just get yourself in it. You don't even have to judge it, mom and dad, sister, brother, cousin, uncle, aunt, friend, neighbor, who it may be. Maybe you're in the, in the Uber and you hand them a thing and say, listen to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. It's time for your litness. Why not? Why not? Why not invite more people into the tribe so that they can get all this beautiful, free information shared in the tribe to create a greater world for all of us. Every time you share your litmus with someone, every time another person enters in the tribe, you are literally saying, I care about this planet and I care about the people and the animals and the nature on this planet. That I'm willing to invite you to listen to Ancient Wisdom today and join our tribe of lit leaders riding the lit train and drinking the lit juice and lit rocking all day long, every day long, singing that song. We are the champions. We are lit leaders. We are powerful. We are amazing, wonderful, divine beings of inspiration, grace, and beauty. And we understand how to see the signature of creation. So whenever we hear someone say something to us that is not in the light, we do not take it in. We don't even respond to negative thinking, negative behavior, because we know the truth. And the truth is self-evident. That's why there's no excuses. There's no excuses for you to be, for you not to be a spiritual being. A spiritual being doesn't mean you do yoga and drink green juices and do it upside, upside down, um, handstands and downward dogs and upward dogs, and that you do uh, biohacking and all these different things. No, 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 no. Those are wonderful things, uh, tools that are helping you experience your litness. But to be a spiritual being is one who wants to evolve with love. One who just wants to evolve, who doesn't want to just dwindle down into darkness. They want to evolve. They want to go further. They want to be greater. They want to be better. They want to be more intelligent. They want to be everything evolving. As the planet is constantly evolving, you can't stop the evolution of Earth. Don't you think it's time for us to also evolve too? And that doesn't happen by constantly pulling out everything that you see dark and giving precedence to the demons and the darkness and oh, the evil and hell and damnation and all whatever people want to say. Remember the scripture. Remember the scripture that I said to you. It's so important to remember that. That's like the golden rule. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you become like little children. Little children who are not programmed by the matrix, little children who live in the, in the grace of love and beauty on earth, and little children who know and love their creator because they're created for the sake of creation. Even right now, this beautiful dog just came up to me and gave me love. Right there, that's acknowledging creation. Hi. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. <laughs> oh, I love you. Good morning. Good morning, sweetheart. 
And so when we acknowledge creation and everything, we see the beauty and reverence in everything. Life becomes something greater than what we understand and greater than what we understand. And the beauty of what we understand becomes so profound in the nature of spirit that we literally become ambassadors of all things lit. And we know that lit means light intelligence. Light intelligence. L-I-T. Light intel. Yes. And that is what we respond to. We respond only to light intelligence and nothing else. Because when we respond to light intelligence, we are opening up a wellspring, a true deliverance of spirit, a divine connection to all things that is and all things that will ever be and all things that can be. Isn't that right, little baby? Yes, sweetie. Just rubbing her side of her face and her little snoozle. So I encourage you to know the signature of creation and never forget it. And when someone speaks to you and says things to you that are not in character or that are mean-spirited, you just have to ask yourself one thing. Is it truth? Right? If it's truth, it's held in the field of unconditional love. And so if it's not, you just dismiss it. Be like, I'm sorry, that's not true. It's not held in love. It's not true. I can't accept it. I'm a part of the Liddy Committee. And in the Liddy Committee, anything that is not held in love, we do not give precedence. We do not give energy to it. We do not put our mind upon it. We only put our mind upon the graces and the beauty of the signature of the divine, the signature of source. I encourage you every day and every day to remember this. So it doesn't matter what anyone calls you or says to you. It doesn't matter. Because what they're saying to you, if it's not love, it's not true. And remember, even if you go and listen to anyone's workshop or spiritual teachings, ask yourself, is this truth church? Is it being truth? Meaning, is it representing love? Is the thing that I'm doing holding the foundations of love? Because if it's not, then you're wasting your time. Don't live a life wasting your time on nonsense. Live a life connecting with your family and your friends in the most beautiful way. And take every moment with every human being and give them what they deserve, which is your energy of time and your heart and your beauty and your grace and your words that inspire and bring on delight into the ears and mind of all people. No matter what they say and no matter what they do, we must love for the sake of loving for we were created by love. I love you, tribe, and I love that you are part of the wonderful family of lit leaders who've come to bring legacy on earth and to leave something beautiful behind for our children. If you want to follow me, you can at shamanduric.com and check out all the things that I have going on by getting on the newsletter. You can leave a review on iTunes on how you feel about being a part of this tribe. And please ignite to invite ignite to invite ignite to invite invite to ignite this energy of sharing with people and bring them into the tribe so they can get filled and full up you can follow me on instagram send me dms i love you so much and know this to be true i see you fully awake and living your heart's purpose i see you laughing and shining and filled with joy and light
I see prosperity ever flowing to you and I see you fully abundant and surrounding yourself with all the beautiful material things that make you happy. I see you surrounded by beautiful friends and family and I see everywhere you go, you being an ambassador of litness, bringing joy and happiness and harmony into the lives of all beings. And I see you living a lit full life with health, beauty and opulence and joy. I see you as a leader and I see how easy it is for you to turn away from all things that have caused you difficulty. And I see you transforming all of those things easily and effortlessly. Wherever there's been discord or dysfunction or dis-ease, I see you healing and transforming those things. And I see you living happy and free. And I'll see you next time in the tribe. <laughs> Until next time, tribal members. See you later, alligator. Alligator.